It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Training camp is open for the Oklahoma City Thunder and around the NBA. Today, we're going to go over the training camp roster for your Oklahoma City Thunder. We're also going to make our first roster projection and talk about storylines to follow during the course of Thunder training camp and talk about day one of practice for the Oklahoma City Thunder. All of that and more Coming up on the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. With that, let's get into the show. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, site expert over at thundersintentions.com, media member Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show, brought to you by Locked On NBA. We're going to dive into training camp rosters. The Thunder officially have 20 players on their roster now. Who do they add? And do our first roster projection 1.0 and talk about camp battles within that roster projection. And then we're going to talk about storylines in training camp so far, what to watch for in the future, and recap day one of training camp for your Oklahoma City Thunder. Thank you for making Locked on Thunder your first listen every single morning. Uh, We're here for you every day, recapping what happened in the landscape of Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. So let's start with the training camp roster. Now in training camp, you can have 20 players on your roster. This must be trimmed to 17, including the two-way players, by the regular season, which it must be trimmed down by October 18th. Uh, They'll likely cycle through a ton of these training camp invites. So between now and October 18th, they'll likely be waving a couple guys, bringing a couple more guys in and, and keeping at that 
20-player mark, but cycling a new form of 20 players because whenever you do that, you're able to retain their G League rights and send them to the Oklahoma City Blue if they want to go to the G League. And so that way you can help fill out your blue roster. In the meantime, you keep their rights and they're already kind of in your system at your facility, kind of familiar with what you're trying to do. Here's the roster right now. Most of these names you're going to know. Shea, Lou Dort, Alexei Pukashevsky, Tail Maldon, Isaiah Roby, Kendrick Williams, Darius Baisley, Ty Jerome, Vic Critchie, Jeremiah Robertson Earl, Trey Mann, Josh Giddy, Mike Muscala, Derek Favors, Gabriel Deck, Paul Watson Jr., Aaron Wiggins. And then on Sunday, the Thunder waved Charlie Brown Jr. And while waving Charlie Brown Jr., they picked up by claiming the recently waved Bucks center, Mamadi Diakite. And so he comes in to take Charlie Brown's spot. Then they also had the two way deals, of course, Paulson Jr. and Wiggins. And then they invited two more players to camp. That's Rob Edwards at 19 and DJ Wilson at 20. Rob Edwards, of course, is that sniper that had a great uh, G League last year for the Blue. Lights out from beyond the arc, plus 40% from beyond the arc. Played with the Summer League team as well. A lot of you who are kind of deep in the Thunder weeds understand who Rob Edwards is. But again, he just has played for the Thunder before in some capacity. And then DJ Wilson. DJ Wilson is an interesting project prospect that's played a bit uh, in the NBA before. He's played for the Bucks as well. Uh, and he was taken just about three spots higher than uh, Ferguson, if I remember. Terrence Ferguson, uh, of course. He was picked 17th overall in the first round of that of that draft in 2017 by the Bucks, And so he got traded last year to Houston, uh, played 23 games there, averaged six points per game, a little below average from three uh, at six. 10, 25 years old. It doesn't really uh, move the needle right now. Uh, this could be a nice project to have for the blue to see maybe if he can uh, kind of improve that three-point shot. But he's the training camp invite as well. So what's the you know, what, what's the idea heading into camp for this roster? Because it's easy to you know have the projection that you're going to cut Rob Edwards and DJ Wilson. Duh. But you're still at that point would have 18 players on your roster. And we know the names that you're obviously not going to cut. I mean, it, it's pretty clear. There's only a few guys who are kind of on the cusp. And one of them is Gabriel Deck, who is 26 years old. Uh, you can get out of his contract pretty easily. Uh, he's he's kind of only guaranteed partial uh, money from the, you know, the future. You'd, of course, have to give him you know about $3 million uh, at least to cut him and then partial of whatever else is left over from that 2022-23 number. We know it's partial, but we don't know how much is partial uh, because uh, of the way that, you know, you don't really announce that. No team announces uh, the exact contract details. He's someone in the mix. Now, for me, uh, as of right now, I would say Deck's going to make the team because it doesn't feel very thunder to bring somebody over during the pandemic, have them jump through those hoops that he had to jump through last year and the team had to jump through last year um, just because of the the signs of our times last year um, and then only give them 10 games. It doesn't make a lot of sense to do that. It doesn't really benefit anybody. He didn't play bad last year. He's back this year whenever he could have signed overseas. And, of course, I'm sure he still can if he did get waived by the Thunder. But um, I don't think that he'll get waived this year. I think that he wants to be in the NBA. The Thunder are going to honor um, at least this year of this contract, and then we'll see what happens in the future. So I think that he's safe. Vic Ritchie, who, who the Thunder truly believe in, he's also on a small contract uh, to where, sure, Money-wise, you could do it and not kind of hurt yourself too much, but the Thunder truly believe in him. 
and they took on um, this kind of 21-year-old guard last year in the draft. And in doing so, they said, you know what? We're even going to eat some money. We're going to cut Admiral Schofield, who they're still paying this year, $300,000. That way we can have the right to Vic Ritchie. And then they brought him over uh, instantly. I mean, he's been in Oklahoma City for a year rehabbing. Like They have invested already in him. So I think that despite his contract number, he's going to for sure be in Oklahoma City. And there's just no doubt about that in my mind, no matter what happens uh, this training camp. And so then you get down to a guy like Isaiah Roby. I've made the case for that could be a little bit redundant now with Jeremiah Robinson Earl that can do the exact same things. Uh, still has an NBA future ahead of him, only owed 1.7. But I just don't see them waving him either. So so to me, what's going to happen here, and this is just the first roster projection, you're going to take away the two training camp invites, DJ Wilson, Rob Edwards. And you're also going to wave Mamadi. And I think that he's a good player. I think that he has some flashes at 24 that make you um, be interested in what kind of player you're going to develop into. Uh, but it's just the reality of the situation of how many players on here would you prioritize ahead of him, and it's almost everyone. Plus, the money amount to buy him out is not significant. He's owed 1.5 this year, 1.7 next year. Now, if it's just straight-up basketball, and, and, and we're not bringing in the kind of reputation for the Thunder, and we're not bringing in the storylines, right? We're just talking strictly basketball. I would prioritize developing... Mamadi and seeing what he can do you know, in the NBA with your organization, with your coaching staff. I would rather watch him play 82 games than Gabriel Deck. I think that Mamadi kind of fits what you're trying to build and what you're trying to do more, you know, a little bit more. Uh, I think that at 24 years old, he is a little bit younger than Gabriel Deck, of course, at 26. But whenever you're splitting hairs to this degree, where Gabriel Deck did play well last year and has been a good player so far in his NBA career and had a good Olympic run as well, when you're splitting hairs like this, some of that ex, you know external stuff uh, beyond the court does matter. And so right now, I'll give the edge to Gabrielle Deck. I think that those are kind of the only names that are on the roster bubble right now, and you can eventually, as we just talked down to, uh, boil it down to just Mamadi. It's going to be uh, waived after camp. Now, of course, you can get this roster trimmed down in other ways. You could trade a player for just a pick or trade a player for an easily cuttable player, kind of a version of a guy like Charlie Brown Jr., whose contract was non-guaranteed or partially guaranteed uh, even, or, or just a very low amount. You know, Any of those three options would work, uh, plus whatever you get for that player that you traded away in terms of draft capital or even just cash consideration. Uh, but you know the money would be no issue. Of course, the Thunder have a ton of money this year, and, and they're able to buy out anyone they want to buy out, You know, wave anyone they want to wave. It would be interesting to see if there's any... Injuries, you know, and we hope that there's no injuries, obviously, um, to any big men around the league because at that point, I think that Derek Favors' $9.7 million would be interesting to teams. And then his $10 million next year for a player option, um, who knows if he picks that up or not, but still, that's not a bad deal either for what Favors can bring. So maybe if there's some unforeseen injury that, that a team would swoop him up right now, you know, in Derek Favors because you know what he can do, he's reliable, he's consistent, uh, you don't need to see anything from him. You know he's healthy. You know he's good to go. You know that he's a good player. Uh, you know they can help a contending team. And so maybe that can be a way to get this roster down, especially by trading favors for like a couple second-round picks. But right now I'd project it to be DJ Wilson gets cut and Rob Edwards gets cut and then Mamadi gets cut as well. Let me know your roster projection 1.0 on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at Thunderpod, Email the show, lothunderpod at gmail.com. Call in the show, 
362-7128 right now. I want to say about our good friends over at Sweatblock. Sweatblock is incredible. It's a great product. You should be checking it out right now because it's doctor created and doctor recommended. It works up to seven days per use. It's dry shirt guaranteed. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters. Bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, including over 13,000 reviews. It's currently number one in Amazon antiperspirant category. Manufactured in the USA, it's your secret to confidence. So you can wear what you want to wear without sweating through your shirts and sweating through your outfits. It is incredible. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Weather is a big factor whenever you're going into the day, especially here in Oklahoma. It gets so hot here, over 100 degrees, even in, in this time period of the season of the year. Even right now, you'll need sweat block. And so sweat block can help you no matter if it's a big presentation or a hot date or something that you're just doing as such as a running errand. You don't want to be sweating. You don't want to be drenching with sweat. That's embarrassing. Make sure you get sweat block. Sweat block is incredible. You can get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the code locked on or at Amazon or at your local CVS. So sweatblock.com. Promo code locked on, 20% off of sweat block. I want to say right now, my good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right. 20 years ago, you could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts that your car would ever need. My favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars. And you might be saying to yourself, how is that your favorite part? That you don't know nothing about cars. I'll tell you why. I don't have to know anything about cars. What I have to know is my make, my model, my year. And I only will be shown car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. And best of all, rockauto.com doesn't know that I know nothing about cars. They don't, they don't know I'm a beginner. I do it yourself for. They're not going to upcharge me. They're not going to take advantage of me. They're going to give me the same great price that they'd give to anybody else. RockAuto.com is incredible. It's amazing. Go to RockAuto.com, tell them Lockdown sent you, and the how did you hear about this box, and they'll know what to do from there. RockAuto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car they need, RockAuto.com. We're back on Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can email the show, lothunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show for 0526271128. Thank you for making Locked on Thunder your first listen every morning. We're here for you every single day at Locked on Thunder. Free to subscribe on any platform uh, that you get your podcasts from. And also, make sure you're checking out Locked on Fantasy Basketball for your second listen because Josh Lloyd hosts the number one fantasy basketball show in the world, and he gets you set for your leagues. I'm sure you're going to be drafting pretty soon. Uh, it's right around the corner. Get prepped right now. That way you can find those great sleepers in the draft and you're able to win your draft and head on your way to winning the league. Let's talk about some storylines for the Thunder in training camp. The biggest one is going to be Pokashevsky. What does his progression look like in year two? Now, I would continue to caution fans that you might not see a gigantic, historic, incredible leap this year. You might not. That leap that we're all hoping for, anticipating, expecting, it might come from year two to year three, as it typically does with players. Now, it could come right now, but it might not come till later on. So I say that to say, 
if Pokashevsky does not take this an amazing leap and does not look like a totally new player, do not freak out. Do not panic. On top of being 19 years old, he's also, of course, only in his second year. Last year was weird and just awkward. They couldn't practice. He was just thrown in from quarantine into a, like a, a four-day training camp and, and four-game preseason, and then boom, it's real NBA basketball. The last year was weird, as we've all documented. The offseason's great. He's added some muscle. It's great. And he might take that big leap this year, as he took a big leap from the bubble into the second half of the season. But if he does not, let's not overreact at all by any means. But that's a big storyline to follow this entire season, much less uh, from training camp. I'm also interested in how Josh Giddy starts to gel with Shea. Um, now, this is going to be a long-term storyline, but also for this first training camp portion of it, um, you know, Josh Giddy's been very open and honest about having never played with another guard before, having never played with another lead ball handler, a guy who can play make like Shea, much less a player who is an NBA all-star caliber uh, and, and beyond. So Josh Giddy is looking to kind of fit in to the NBA in general, but also fit into a new style of play. And so how does how does Josh Giddy make that um, first adjustment, that, that big adjustment? And then the, the biggest storyline to follow, and, and one that kind of leads us into um, the recap of day one from training camp, is Trey Mann. Because while we talked about the roster battle and, and who's going to make this actual roster for the Thunder, um, the rotation is very difficult. Even though the Thunder are projected to finish last in the Western Conference, they have a ton of players who you want to see get minutes. I mean, rattle them off in your head right now. Who are you looking forward to watching? That, that list is almost 17 names long. And you can't play 17 guys every single day. It's hard to get quality, uh, meaningful minutes for these players because there's so many good young prospects on this team who you want to see what they can do. And somebody who might, uh, you know, kind of lose minutes from all of that in the NBA is Trey Mann because Trey Mann has the benefit that last year's rookies didn't have of an entire G League season, an entire training camp of practicing with the team, uh, of all these other resources to get better than just simply playing NBA games and ramming your head against the wall uh, and trying to learn on the fly. He has so many other avenues now at his disposal to improve his game that if he's not ready for NBA minutes, you don't have to just kind of throw him in there because it's the only way to get work. I mean, last year there was a 12-game bubble period in the G League. You're, you're playing every other day, so you're not practicing. You're going to do recovery and treatments and things like that. These guys were learning on the fly. And you know, Trey Mann, his skill set is a creator for himself and a creator for others. And and really uh, being able to make his own shot and, and, and being that bucket getter, being that kind of leader of an offense. And it's hard to find NBA lineups where he can do that. It's hard to find NBA lineups where he's going to be your facilitator, your go-getter, your number one option because of the way this roster is constructed. So that'll be an adjustment period for him as well as Josh Kitty. And I think that with Trey Mann specifically, at his size, um, the G League might be a great starting point for him of we're not going to change too much too quick. Let's just get you started on with the speed of the game. Like That's the first thing. And the G League plays about the same speed as the NBA. Of course, there's a little bit of a difference there, but not much. These are NBA athletes in the G League. Um, so let's just get you up to the speed of the game, 
That's because you caught up to playing NBA defenses that kind of play the same style in G League as your you know parent club does. But let's just get you caught up to the NBA and not change too much too quickly. Play your style of basketball. Play your game as the facilitator, as the creator for yourself and others. Play how you want to play and how you've played so far in your career. Let's keep that the same for you. Let's keep that as a constant while we're changing all these other variables. Better defenses, faster defenses, quicker speed of the game, quicker flow to the game, more games in general than you played in college. You only played 30 games in college, folks. Now you're going to be playing, of course, 82 games in the NBA and a jam-packed G League schedule that goes you know, in two stints and is just uh, wildly intensive. Let's just get you cut up to the NBA before we start changing your role. And so that can be really beneficial for a guy like Trey Mann, who um, is struggling a little bit in day one of camp. And I, and I wouldn't really call it struggling, just adapting, right? The, the fact that the, the big um, on-the-court takeaway last you know last afternoon, whenever Mark they addressed the media after practice, was that Trey Mann got blocked a few times at the three because he was a bit indecisive, right? In college, you have a lot more time to make decisions because guys are not closing out as fast. Guys are not rotating as fast. Um, you can kind of judge and and size up, do I have space to get the shot off or not, um, to where in the NBA, not only is it just split-second decision-making, if you even hesitate at all, you've blown whatever you had. You either could have got the shot up or couldn't, and now you've blown that because you've hesitated for a second. And so that comes with practice, that comes with timing, and all those things can be addressed in the preseason and the training camp period and then early on in the G League if you want to send him down there. Um, but because the rotation is so jam-packed and so loaded, um, it, it would make sense that he goes to the blue. However... If he just has an incredible preseason and a great training camp, maybe he now asserts himself as a member of this Thunder rotation. And from there, you truly would have like 17 guys who are clamoring for NBA minutes. Uh, but I, I wouldn't freak out about Trayman getting blocked yet. I wouldn't say that he's too small to play in the NBA or whatever the case is. I just say that it's a learning curve. It's day one. It's day number one of NBA life for Trey Mann. This is going to happen. And Mark talked about that and used that as an example. He was not you know, calling out Trey Mann or anything. He was an as an example of the benefit that Trey Mann and these rookies have this year compared to Pokashevsky and Tam Alvon because, okay, now we know what Trey Mann needs to work on. He needs to work on judging. Like judging, the, you know, is this guy going to close out on me? Do I have space or not? Should I shoot this or not? Judging those things. And so since we know what he needs to work on, now instead of last year, we couldn't, but now we can act on that. So Let's just go to the practice facility and let's just have guys closing out on you 50 straight times and you make the right decision. The shot can go in or miss, doesn't matter, but just make the right decision. You can do things like that to where last year you couldn't. I mean, you cannot have an intensive practice where you're truly working and focusing in on your craft and then go play a game the next day. Just your body couldn't handle that, especially as a rookie who's still adjusting on how to take care of your body for a full 82-game season. And again, in college, you only play 30 games. And you can't even practice until... You know, a full-on team intensive workout until like right now in the season, like in late September, early October. So it's just totally different from the NBA. And of those 30 games, you're only playing like 10, 12 quality opponents. You're also playing you know, Northeast Louisiana Tech University, right? So it's just a complete overhaul. So how does Trey Man battle for minutes in training camp? We'll recap day one of camp and much more on today's show coming up. But first... I want to tell you right now, but our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. They have coconut, cherry raspberry, cherry barcia, mint brownie, double chocolate brownie, 
salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. It's all incredible. It's all great tasting. Go check it out today by going to billboard.com and using code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. My favorite flavor is cookies and cream. It's my favorite flavor. That's Josh Lloyd, host of Locked on Fantasy Basketball's favorite flavor. It is incredible. If you don't, if you don't want to believe us, that's okay. But you should order a mixed box. The mixed box gives you two of every flavor. You get two of each. You can try them all out and then reorder the flavor you love the most or just reorder another, uh, another mixed box to get all those flavors again right at your door. Most bars have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavor. All tasty. All healthy for you. They're great. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So make sure you go check it out today at Built.com. Promo code LOCK15. 15% off your next order. I want to say right now, but our good friends over at betonline.ag. They're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams start another football season. As always, but online is your number one spot for pro and college action this season. With a new updated site interface, even more odds, props, and contests, but online.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head over to the website that is new and improved and get a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Do not forget to use code NFL100 whenever you're signing up. From football, basketball, boxing, right up to your favorite casino games, do not wait to take advantage of these amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and best way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportbook experts. Also use code locked on at betonline.ag. So we're back on Locked On Thunder Podcast, on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Locked On Thunder your first listen of the day, every single day on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, as well as going to check out Locked On Bets after this podcast is over because Locked On Bets is going to win you some money on BetOnline.ag. They've won over 60% of their bets the last seven weeks. They're just giving away free money because their, their podcast, as is this one, is free on all platforms. Go listen for free, win money, listen to this podcast for free on all platforms, and learn about the Thunder. So let's talk about day one of training camp for the Thunder. So the Thunder had training camp practice number one last uh, afternoon. Mark came and talked to those of us in the media yesterday as well. And the Thunder are in their old practice facility, their original practice facility, which now is used by the G League uh, team, the Oklahoma City Blue, um, because the Thunder have an upgraded brand new facility. This is the old roller skating rink. This is the uh, you know, ring, you know, the facility that smelled like dog food because of the production plant. This is the place. Like this is where it all started, um, and you know, trying to get connected with the history and trying to you know go back to your roots. And Shay talked about how you know and, and impressive it was, important it was to uh, go back to where it was all built from the ground up. And you have guys like Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, all get their start there. Um, it's it's important for the for the Thunder to uh, do this. Mark said that the that the team, in terms of him and Sam Bresti, discussed what kind of ethos they want to tap into and capture this training camp. And then he says that at breakfast with Darius Baisley, breakfast with Baisley sounds like a great, and I mean great podcast. Get on that Thunder content team. They're making moves. I see you over there, Thunder content team. I see you, Nick Gall. I see you, Paris Lawson. I see you, Royce Young. They're making some good moves. Want to make an even greater move? Hit up Baisley. He has that little chef's hat I've seen on Instagram. Put that picture as the cover art. 
Breakfast with Basley podcast once a week. Boom. Brilliant idea right there. Uh, give me some credit though if you do use that idea. Nonetheless, you don't have to, but I would enjoy it. Nonetheless, Mark had breakfast with Baisley in LA because they were there for Shay's extension signing. Um, and Baisley discussed his summer workouts and saying how they were in that building and how much he loved that building. And so then Mark knew, okay, these guys are going to be receptive to this messaging, right? This messaging of look where we're at, look what we can build, look what we can do, look where you're standing. Um, and he talked about how if he really gets rolling, he'll just go on this diatribe of like how, you know, you, you're sweating in the same place that, that some hard workers have. And yeah, some Hall of Famers as well have sweat there in that facility. Um, it's, it's fine. It's great that they're, that they're doing this. Um, it's great that they're kind of connecting back there to that original facility. Of course, the Blues still use it. Mark, of course, at that point, used it for five years because he also coached the Blue. Um, it's great. And most teams do this. Most teams kind of go off side of their traditional and fancy and incredible, you know, facility and go to like the places, for example, like the jazz are in Vegas and the nets and the Clippers are in San Diego. Uh, This happens often. And for the thunder, they're able to stay closer to home and also get a great message across. Um, As far as the practice itself, Mark said that they were really smashing today, that they had an afternoon session, you know, that evening session, as well as that morning session. Mark was glowing about Vic Ritchie's defense and at one point you said he's not one of these pretty boy guards. Like he wants to get down and dirty. He wants to get uh, and, and stick his nose into everything on the defensive end. Of course, Vit is dealing with an ACL recovery. Uh, it's been a year and like three days since Vit tore his ACL. Mark says he's, he's attacked it well. And he's a two-way player um, in terms of on the court, not in terms of contract. A two-way player, like as in he doesn't play defense and offense as well, which is great to hear about the young guard who we don't know too much about. And then the last bit of news here is an injury update from practice. Um, Derek Favors missed today's practice. Now, here's what happened. Um, he, Mark was asked yesterday on media day on Monday about um, availability. Is everyone healthy? Everyone good to go? Because we already knew that uh, Josh Giddy was. We knew that Shea was. Did anyone else have anything going on? And Mark said, we're all good. We're clear. He said Favors is dealing with just routine knee maintenance um, and, and that he'll be practicing on Tuesday and he's good to go. He just had some treatment done on his knee, which is going to be common for a player who's 30 years old and plays down low and bangs bodies and things like that. And so what happened was Favors misses Tuesday's practice that he was supposed to practice in. And Mark said, hey, that's on me. What happened was that Favors was supposed to have that knee treatment on Thursday, and it didn't happen Thursday due to a logistical issue. And then it got pushed to Tuesday. So you can't practice and also have off-site knee you know, maintenance. So it wasn't an injury. Mark continues to stress it's not an injury. It's just maintenance that got pushed today because of logistical issues. No big deal. And Mark said he should practice today on Wednesday. We'll talk with Coach at about 1230 today and confirm if Favors was able to practice or not. But again, he's he's been consistent in saying it's not an injury. It's just routine off-site maintenance for his knee that they thought they had done Thursday, and then it ended up getting pushed to Tuesday. That's your roster projection 1.0. That is your training camp update for day number one at camp. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunder Pod. Thank you for making Locked on Thunder your first listen of the day every single day. We'll be back tomorrow to recap day two of practice, touch on some more media day things, and get you set for the weekend and also set for the Thunder preseason which tips off on Monday. How exciting is that? We'll be here every single day to get you 
up to speed on that plus after the fact as well. Now this podcast is over, go check out Locked On NBA, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, and Locked On Bets for your second, third, and fourth listen of the day. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.